to another episode of We Are Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I'll be your host for Thursday. It could be Tuesday. You don't know when I'm recording this. It could be Sunday. doesn't matter. Because after all, it's your podcast. Joining me today, right? Everybody should pay attention and listen. This is one of the most important people in the board game industry. <laughs> right? Forget my, your designers. Forget your, forget your developers. Yeah? This is Simon Ayers. Simon Ayers is Hello. a potential customer. Season <laughs> <laughs> with some he's the reason that you guys are all sweating your blood and your tears and doing your designs and doing your playtesting and going to all those conferences and cons and stuff like that. Yeah. Simon's the guy that hands over the money and keeps you in your Kickstarters <laughs> and keeps you in a job. Oh, so when you put it that way. Yes. <laughs> so, I didn't know where so you were what, going with that, but no. That was, that's fine, yeah, that's, that's fine. Right, yeah. So what's, what's your first declaration, Your Majesty? <laughs> <laughs> or do you just prefer Lord Ayers? Is it yeah. Your Grace that I have to call you? <laughs> so, sounds fine, sounds fine. Okay, so, um, if I... <laughs> do you know what? The reason that we got Simon on is quite simply is because I just put a word out and says he'd like to come on, and Simon says, oh. You know, and did I ask you? I don't know. I don't think you did. You know, I think you you put out a tweet something about magic, and I replied, and then you yeah. suddenly invited me on. So <laughs> um, yeah. I felt a little bit like Charlie Bucket from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I kind of went, yeah. I kind of like went. I did. I'm just checking. I DM'd you. And mm. went, Actually, if you want, you can come on the show. Yeah, and you absolutely. Went, really, <laughs> really, but why? Because you're a lord. That's why. It's good to get some aristocracy and not have to deal with the normal points. <laughs> <laughs> Rule Britannia and all that. God bless the Queen, etc., etc. Um, so it kind of went from there. So tonight is just a chat. You know, mm. there's nothing to plug. There's nothing to push. I've not got a pimp. I've not got to ignore <laughs> ignore people who want to talk about their game <laughs> for the first twenty five minutes, and then go, "Oh, we better talk about your game." Um, how are you this evening? Are you well? How are you this morning then? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> are you well? I am very well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm missing a bit of the World Cup, but uh, you know, I don't mind. Oh, well, you mind. can just put you can put it on in the background. I mean, it's fine for people to be doing other things while they're like going on the podcast. <laughs> I, I suppose I could, but uh, I can only concentrate on one thing at once, personally. So, <laughs> not that I'm better. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's fine. Let's move on from that. Um, I don't even know who's playing tonight, to be honest. It's Croatia Argentina at the moment, I think. Oh, so it's actually it's, actually miss, it's a big game. A, a potentially game. a really big game. <laughs> and um, I just like to point out that I did. We kind of, you know, did you not look at the fixtures before you decided <laughs> to say yes? I, I I'm obviously I pushing the blame, blame on yourself. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. It's your podcast. You push the blame wherever you like. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you can come back, Your Majesty. Um, one of the things we like to do, as with everybody, is we like to, um, I guess we like to, um, we like to find a little bit about people's history. So we're going to have to stare back at the graces of the past <laughs> while we focus on the heirs of the present. <laughs> And uh, jump off into the royalty of the future. Do you like what I did? Nice. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, that was, yeah was like I'm that. enjoying that. Like that. Enjoying do you want to tell us? Do you want to tell us a little bit about your history? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I played quite a few games as I when I was younger. Um, like everyone seems to say, um, I played. I remember making my family play Hero Quest 
um, for quite a long time. Um, they were definitely sick of it by the time we got rid of it. So um, I loved that game, but I don't think they were quite as enamoured with it, to be honest. You still uh, got it? No, no, it's gone. I don't know where, but it's gone. Because I'd love to play it now. I'm sure it's rubbish, but I'd love to play it. It's actually... Um, I played it not that long ago. I had mm. it, and then I, I kind of passed it on to somebody else I know who would be showing it some love. Yeah. And it's really, really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> because always... Be- it- I remember being like the Overlord player, so that's probably why my family didn't didn't like it much. <laughs> from what I remember, you just throw chaos warriors at them until they fall over. It's basically, and especially if you did your own map, because if you did your own map, it was your, as I say, it's your right to actually fill a room entirely full of monsters <laughs> and say, you know, try and uh, try and destroy destroy that. I remember um, my, making my own map and having a room full of monsters and then having a secret passage Mm. And um, in that secret passage, there was a chest, and if you opened that chest, there was like a, a kind of a, a fireball spell that would destroy all the creatures <laughs> in the room. So I was expecting people to kind of like be searching yeah. in corridors. And, and in Hero Quest, you don't go searching down corridors unless you, somebody like the DM or the, the dungeon master throws massive hints. <laughs> so, you know, so every single time somebody played in this, they get into the last moment of the game, and it's just like that. There's like, like all of the monsters were there, <laughs> even the sorcerer. And I was just like, I can't, you know, this is rubbish. So that was as good as I was at DM. I mean, I've obviously kept that up to <laughs> up to date. Um, you're not, it's still very fun. It's incredibly difficult because it's like roll and move. It's absolutely, yeah. it's absolutely horrible. Yeah. Did you stay with games then? I mean, are you one of the people that's kind of like stayed or did you do the staying at what what came kind of came after hero quest well i sort of dipped in and out really i mean i played i still played kind of monopoly and cluedo with the family and you know other bits like that but um i kind of i remember trying to run a D session when i was about 10 or 11 maybe for one of yeah. my birthdays um and that went horrendously and <laughs> you know kind of at the start of the adventure you're meant to try and encourage the players to talk to each other to build a backstory um, I kind of said that at the start and there were just like six of my friends looking at me completely blankly and like <laughs> looking as if they wanted to leave as quickly as possible. So um, I knocked that on the head quite quickly. Did you did you kind of bring in party rules and say, listen, this is my party? <laughs> I know I wanted to. I can't remember <laughs> if I actually did. I probably had Mom, my parents on the door them, or something. Tell them to play with me. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Tell it. them to play. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. It's my birthday. Tell them to, tell them to imagine the world for me, Mum. <laughs> Well, not just getting kicked. <laughs> That's it. Um, but I mean, I don't think I did much until maybe sixth form at school, so fifteen, yeah. sixteen. Um, kind of got into a bit of magic, um, Magic the Gathering. God, not actual magic. Um, <laughs> before, before I get in trouble. Have you done your homework, Ayers? Oh, would you like to see this lovely bunch of flowers? I mean, I remember playing Magic sort of every lunchtime for, I don't know, 18 months or so. Um, really? Yeah. Did we, they, I mean, see, nowadays in schools, if kids like kind of like anything for more than about three weeks, <laughs> you get the letter home saying it's banned now. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we, we did get We, <laughs> we kind of noticed your children have been having fun. Yeah. So we've decided the best thing to do is to ban yeah. anything like that, um, you know. 
Um, it's just I don't know. I can't imagine. Did you have a quite, quite a big collection then? Um, yeah, I had a fairly big collection. I mean, I didn't spend as much as other people did on it, which is probably why I didn't do very well each time. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I. This is really bad. I remember I threw them away um, when I was going to uni. So, God, like 15 years ago, I threw them away and they're probably worth like 6 million now or something. But <laughs> something like that. Would you throw like a black or a yeah. orchid or something? Yeah, something like, like that. <laughs> rubbish card. It's just all black. Yeah, it's it. not even very good. It's a bit rubbish. Chuck yeah. that in the bin. I was treating, what are you going to do with the other one? <laughs> the other one, I'm just going to pick my teeth with. <laughs> I think I think I might have played a bit of Blood Bowl as well at, at really? secondary school, possibly. I remember being rubbish at that as well. It's it's kind of a theme that I'm pretty much <laughs> terrible at all games. <coughs> I'm genuinely is... mediocre. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I was I always got that's what I told about PE. I mm. think on my report card it was Richard performs. Um, averagely, if not unspectacularly, P. <laughs> just like that was the nicest possible way of saying you're not really any good at this, are you? <laughs> kind of thing. So, that, is, that is a beautiful phrase. I like that. It's just fantastic, and obviously helped me to build up to become the confident <laughs> person that I am today. At least if I aim for a mediocre, I'm not going to disappoint anybody uh, at all. That's right. It's, ex- it's, 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 it's expected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, which is why we always go for the five because we're average. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah, Blood Bowl. I mean, Blood Bowl's mm. reissued, and it's always one of these games that I kind of went back to. So, did you yeah. did you carry on from there then? I mean, um, or did you have your lull, and was that you? And then you found it again. Yeah, on, like a lot of people do. Yeah, I had a big old lull. I went to went off to uni, um, and then came back from that after a few years mm-hmm. and. I didn't find it again until maybe four years ago, so there was a gap of maybe ten years in there um, where I didn't really game at all. I was I was kind of video gaming as well, but not to a not on a massive scale really. Um, I didn't do anything outdoors like sport or anything like that. It's, I don't really know what occupied my time now. Think about it, but um, <laughs> just sad about watching telly, yeah, and being sad about music. I think yeah, probably actually. Yeah, music did. music was quite a big part of my life at uni actually so um yeah that was probably it but yeah i completely i had no idea there were any other good games around at all until sort of four four or five years ago um so how did it happen i mean set the scene what was the kind of you know how did you come storming back into the hobby um well i was i used to read um eurogamer the um the video gaming site yeah, yeah. So, I, so I used to read that and keep up with that every day. Um, and then one day there was a review on there of the Gears of War board game. Um, and it was written by Quinns from Shut Up and Sit Down. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I read it and I was just completely amazed that a game could do something like that. You know, it was, I mean, it's not even, I don't think it's even particularly that innovative. I mean, I've never actually played it, but it it doesn't seem that innovative but it was just so far outside of what i was used to that i kind of just thought i've got to, i've got to have a look at what else is out there um so i subscribed to their youtube channel straight away and i was what i watched quite a lot of videos with them um i also started w- watching rado as well um he made me purchase my first ever game which was macau um oh yeah okay stefan feld loads of cubes it's brilliant. Um, 
<laughs> lots of cubes, lots of dice, lots of points. Um, amazing. <laughs> just, just imagine you're like American Beauty just lying in the back with <laughs> cubes and dice. To be honest, I don't think I was quite sure what I'd got myself into with that one because it's, I mean, it's not straight, it's not incredibly complex, but for a first game, it's a little bit, it's, oh. I suppose it's not really a traditional gateway. Oh, um, you're like jumping straight into the. You're kind of missing out the soft stuff and going straight into the the kind of the middle of the road. Yeah. Complicated stuff. Yeah. I no. guess. <laughs> um, and around the same time, I bought Dominion as well. Um, okay. Which I suppose is more traditional, but my yeah, wife my yeah. wife hated that, so we got rid of that. Um, and Ticket to Ride as well. I bought around the same time, which both of us love as kind of a quick quick game to play in the evening um, and we can play it sort of four or five times in an evening so do you play is the majority of gaming that you do is that is that with your is that with your wife then you play um, we don't play so much at the moment actually because we're quite busy with her work and yeah. the little one running about and refusing to go to bed till half nine or whatever um, so that <laughs> doesn't really work every evening are they uh, still up just now or are they, are they um, no he's in bed now um, well, that's all right. I think. I hope he's asleep. I can't hear him, so I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd write us a strongly worded letter if he was upset. <laughs> I'm sure he would. Um, he can undo the stair gate now anyway, so he'd just come down and really? see me. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah, it's probably time to take it down, but I don't know. It's not really a deterrent anymore because he just walks up to it and opens it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the complication that's the one that's there. Yeah, because you don't want to get of sleepwalking at the top through, and that's my kind of like my worst nightmare. Yeah, was always knowing that if I had left the stairgate open, it's like, well, what happens if he'd walk through and fallen down, and then it would be all mine. Yeah, my fault, and I, you know, I don't know how I would live with myself. Kind of. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers for that. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go and check it. <laughs> I'm talking about my one, don't you? Oh, okay. Yeah, you fine. You've made me paranoid. Huh? No, it's all, it's all good. I'm sure, I'm it's, sure it's all. I'm sure it's all good. Sure. Um, um, yeah. So at the moment, it's probably not, not as much as I'd like with my wife, really. Um, mm-hmm. But I've got uh, there's a gaming club in Colchester. In fact, there's quite a few around here. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's one I go to every month on a Wednesday night, which is which is good. Um, and I've got a couple of couple of people I used to work with that I game with a lot, and another former former workmate that I game with a lot as well. So, yeah, I do I do get a fair amount in. Well, that's pretty good. Mm. Do you um do you buy a lot, or are you the type of person that'll rock up and kind of play whatever's coming on the table? Um, you, are you a bit of a collector yourself, or is you know, are, are you are you kind of an occasional? Kind of splurger. I'm probably more occasional now. Um, yeah. Because okay. obviously we don't. I don't have an income coming in, so I don't want to sort of throw anyone else's money around on board games. Really. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't. I I'm, I'm normally up for trying most things in board games apps. Um, apart from Wizwar. Again, I'm never playing that again. And that's not. That's not because of this podcast. That's just. It's because it's not a very good game. I don't think. What? What's wrong with this war? I oh I it's just too chaotic for me. I mean, the only time I played it, I got 
I got hit in the head with a rock and then punched to death by someone else. And it's it's like a it's a sorcery game, you know? At least hit me with a fireball or something. Don't just, <laughs> don't just throw a stone at me and then punch me in the face. It doesn't it doesn't feel fair somehow. Could you go hit with a bit of igneous rock yeah. from a volcano? Was it a magic volcano? Well, it wasn't really, so it doesn't really count, was it? And then somebody punches you to death. Yeah, exactly. That must be the biggest insult. It was, yeah, Towards it was the end, they were just flicking you with their finger. They won't even try. <laughs> die, die, I think, die. I think I managed to put one rose bush down and then that was it. I was... Really? Dead. So yeah, yeah, I'm not playing that again. Um, but I mean, generally, I don't take my games to the meeting that much because I generally tend to have kind of heavier games at home. Um, yeah. And light, lighter stuff I play at the club is other people's. Um, and I'm not, I'm not massively confident doing rules explanations either, to be honest. So, um, at the moment, I'm more of a more of a player than a bringer. Yeah, there's a skill to. I think there's a skill to teaching mm. rules. I think there's a guy at the club that I go to, um, and he's just he's just like you could if if you're gonna if he's sitting down if he's the guy that's in charge of the rule book you know you're gonna have a fun time yeah. because he just got this he just makes it effortless. Yeah, he knows all the little bits. I think the last time I played it was um, played Clank. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. And we just rattled through that, and he went, and you do this, and you do that. And you'd ask him, and he says, yeah, and you do this. And there was no doubt, there was a kind of an air of confidence about him because he knew exactly what he was saying. But if I'm doing it, I'm just like, nope, hang on. Hang on a minute, I just, I'm sure I saw, I I saw the rule for that. Let me just check. Oh my goodness, let's just check this book. Okay, it's in page... um, it's here some no no I can't find why is there no index in this thing you know and that's kind of how kind of how how it kind of goes yeah you mentioned you got heavy games so what yep. kind of games you got in your collection on the on the heavy side um on the heavier side I've got a distant plane which is one of the coin games which is yeah. obviously one of the ones that Katie Katie Adley yeah. always always championing which is which is brilliant. I love that game. That was again. That was quite an early purchase. Um, I'm not entirely sure why, to be honest. But uh, I'm really glad I got it. <clears throat> it's a really good game. Um, excuse me. Um, I've also got um, a few uh, Phil Eklund games. So I've got BIOS Genesis and BIOS uh-huh. Megafauna, um, right. which are which is quite heavy. Good. That sounds quite a heavy game. Yeah, yeah, they are, they are amazing. They are amazing simulations. Um, as games, they're uh, Gen- Bios Genesis is really chaotic because it's about the start of starting of life on Earth. So, you know, uh-huh. you you might create something that dies the next turn, but that's just kind of how it goes. There's nothing you can really do about it. Um, yeah, which. Although I didn't said I didn't like it in Wiz War. Um, I kind of like it in Bios Genesis <laughs> because there's no player agency at all. It's not a player doing that to you. It's yeah. it's the environment. Um yeah. and it's you know, it's good for it's good for education as well, it's good for learning. There's a lot of text on the cards, um, and it's all very kind of well researched. Um that's that's very good. I've I've only played it once with other people. Um and it took mm. us maybe six hours, I think. Probably four player. But it was so you amazing. are you a Twilight Imperium type game? Is that is that kind of your kind of bag? Have, Eclipse and stuff like that. Yeah, I've never played Twilight Imperium, but I really would like to. It's one of the ones I'd love to get in. Um, but yeah, I, I I'd say if I had the choice, I'd rather play kind of one four hour game than kind of four one hour games. 
um, just because I kind of like the stories that emerge and, you know, you get to build dynamics between the players and, you know, you get to understand the game more as you go through. Um, so that's, they're the kind of things that I like, really. Okay, okay. So, I mean, with that, mm. is there stuff that you've played recently that's kind of really lit your fire? That you've kind of went, oh, yeah, like this. <laughs> um, at the club or, you know, or home team? Is there anything you're coveting, I guess, at the moment that you'd like to get your hands on? Well, I played Dominant Species a few months back, which is absolutely incredible. I, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. That's, that's really good. It's brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. The guy explaining the rules to us did warn us it was brutal at the start, but I don't think we were quite prepared for it. Um, I actually came second in that one, which is incredibly good for me. But again, <laughs> that was another kind of three or four hour game at, at the pub, um, which which is such a good experience. Uh, it's, it can be played solo as well, which a lot of the heavier games can, which I think yeah. is a, kind of another thing that attracts me to them to them really but then again on the other end of the scale the other weekend I played um, a couple of games of Pandemic Legacy which I'm working through um, with a friend and Clans of Caledonia as well which is quite a quite a kind of streamlined is it is it good is Clans of Caledonia kind of good because I've heard mixed I've not heard mixed I've Mm. heard like a couple of folk kind of rant and rave about it, yeah. and then I've had one or two people kind of go, "No, nah, it's actually it's it's fine. It's not amazing. It's it's it really really is fine." And I can understand that, and I can appreciate that from people having a difference of an opinion over yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, these things happen. But was it good? Did you enjoy Clans of Caledonia? I did enjoy it. I did. It was it was quite nice to. It was quite a nice kind of engine building engine building euro um mm. and it feels like things kind of ramp up in the right place you know sometimes games you kind of get an engine going and then it finishes and you haven't really been able to do anything awesome with it but yeah clans of caledonia towards the end couple, the last couple of turns like me and me and ben who i was playing with we were both doing good things with with what we'd built which was which was pretty good um, it didn't. It didn't outstay its welcome, and it didn't end too early either. So, um, for me, it was perfect. Um, it's probably not in my top five, to be honest. Oh, okay. But it is. It is a very good game. I definitely play it again. Um, there seems to be quite a lot of replayability with the different clans and the different kind of starting setups, different starting resources. Um, so, I'd, I I would recommend it definitely. Yeah. Um, what about um, I mean, does that what about things like a feast for Odin and mm. stuff like that? Is that kind of your? Is that kind of your? Ooh, <sighs> do you well, know? yum. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what I'm? I've, I'm not really a big Uve fan. Um, yeah, I played Agricola. I've played Agricola a few times, and I'm, yeah. I'm terrible at it. To get that out of the way first. Um, I mean, this isn't. It seems to be a common theme. <laughs> yes. I, I suppose I can just leave it unsaid from now on. Um, but... You're definitely five star. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Agricola didn't really float my boat, to be honest. It was, I don't know, it was really dry. And I, I played Nussfjord a couple of weeks ago. At, um, there's a, there's a new convention in Colchester called Colcon, which was on for the first time this year. So I went to that and I played Nussfjord, which is one mm. of the newer ones. And again, it just, I mean, it was fine, 
it was, you know, you were building stuff, you were doing things. But to me, it just felt a little bit dry. And so, I mean, with, with Uvo specifically, I, I don't really, I don't really get on with that. But there might be others that I should try. I don't know. I think you're right. I think it depends when you're coming down to engine building. Mm. And I think terraforming Mars suffers from this a bit, is that it all relies on you getting the engine right. And you're either going to have a good time with the engine or you're going to have a bad time yeah. with the engine. Yeah. And you're going to get to the point where you can just buy, like, a good game of terraforming Mars, as far as of what I've seen, is you can put in, like, you know, harsh language and you come out with, like, 52 different resources once you've <laughs> kind of rattled everything through. Um <clears throat> I've always gone on the record and saying I just don't like terraforming Mars. I don't like, I didn't like, I didn't like certain parts of it that I felt broke the rest of the game. Okay. To be honest, in terms of the kind of, um, if a if 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 a company has to come out and say, oh, listen, you should be playing it with this rule if you're finding that this isn't making this isn't working, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like says to me, oh, okay, why didn't you kind of figure that out before you kind of released it? Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I, I, you know, I've got I put. Terraforming Mars and Magic the Gathering in the same bed, <laughs> which isn't which isn't a bed, it's a box, and it's downstairs, and the box is on fire, and so is everything else. Um, this is one I just don't know. As I said before, Terraforming Mars was a game I kind of walked away and went, right, I've done Terraforming Mars, great. It's like kind of like abseiling. It's one of these things you would like to do, but you're probably going to get to the bottom and say, I'm going to score that off my list, but I'm never <laughs> ever going to do it again unless I get in that action movie yeah. kind of thing. I mean, you know. that's exactly kind of how I felt about Agricola, I think, really. It was kind of enduring it towards it to, through to the end. And I, I, yeah. did, I did give it another go because I thought, you know, maybe there's something I missed on the first playthrough that oh. I just, you know, I just skipped over or something. But, I mean, I went again and I came out with the same kind of feeling, really. Yeah, it's just because you're expecting the magic, I guess, the magic to happen, and and then then when it doesn't, and then when you're not floored by something, but then it's a kit. Is it not then? It comes down to um, popular doesn't necessarily mean something's good, which is always you know, which is always a you know, which is always a strange thing. It's like, um, um, yeah, I mean, there's some games that naturally everybody can have a go floats to and enjoys and loves. But it's okay for somebody to say they don't like something. That's fine, you know. That's absolutely kind of that's absolutely kind of fine. Are you? Um, I mean, you got as I say, you got stuff that you you mentioned. Obviously, you've not uh, played Twilight Imperium. So would that be a game that um, you'd love to get your hands on? Then? Yeah, I mean, whether I, yeah, I, I'd I'd love to. I'd love to spend an entire day, like you know, like a ten hour session. <laughs> Just playing Twilight Imperium, because uh, um, I went to Sawcon, which is another kind of local con um, around here. I went to that in February, and there was a table of guys playing 18xx. You know, like the, all right, okay, and yeah, they yeah. were doing that. You know, they were doing that all day, and I'd I'd love to do that kind of just you know nipping out for coffee and stuff, and coming back in and sitting back down and seeing what's going on and there were there were guys playing twilight imperium behind us on another table and i was always kind of had one eye on them to see what was going on because it just looks it just looks really good to me really good but um yeah at the moment i don't really have don't really have the opportunity to spend an entire day play, yeah playing a game. <laughs> no no you've got as i say we've both got uh we've kind of got um child commitments yeah. and yeah. uh 
resource commitments yes. and uh, <laughs> to be honest as i said everything that i own is a currently in a cardboard box yeah of course yeah we, i mean i'm actually i'm actually inside a cardboard <laughs> box i wondered it's what just, it was it's not no it's not that it's just like everything gets packed it's like i had a cup of tea last night right yeah I put my cup of tea down. I look to the right to grab a gluten-free biscuit. I look back to the left, and my cup was gone. <laughs> it had been packed. <laughs> and then I look back to console myself and grab a gluten-free biscuit. And those had been packed as well. <laughs> so you just can't. It's just like we've got kind of like some kind of, you know, it's and and they walk about. Making the sound of bubble wrap. <laughs> it's quite scary. <laughs> bubble wrap and the cutting of tape by oh, teeth. That that sound quite, that sound get that's quite just you know, just going tink <laughs> that that I can't I don't even you know, so that's where my life is. I'm lucky I'm kinda of lucky I'm kinda of, I'm actually pacing back and forward because I'm worried if I stop moving I'm gonna end all you're gonna hear is a ha 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 Welcome to me that kind of thing, so it's not going to be good. Right. I'll, I'll hold it down on my own if that happens. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> you just continue. Yeah. To, I'll just continue. It'll just be one man screaming into the void. If there's one thing I can't it's, do, actually, it's it's cut tape with my teeth. I've never been able to do it. It's it's one of those skills I don't possess. It's just dangerous. Without without a pair of scissors, my, I'm, I'm absolutely screwed. I just remember one of my kids trying to do it and ended up with it like they must have figured it the wrong way and the tape floated up and stuck to their head. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd almost ended up, you know, um, was it um, League of Gentlemen? Yeah. You know how they stick their stick their noses straight <laughs> up. And then obviously the the, the bright and it was it wasn't normal cello tape. It was the brown packing tape. Yeah. So it must have just gently kind of floated up and then. <laughs> On top of the head, and then obviously you had to take it off. And they're like, "No, no, slow down, slow down!" You just had to rip, yeah. just rip it off. And I can't think of anything kind of more painful or funnier, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, it's like, "Dad, take it off." No, no, let's do a selfie. Um, I want, I want Facebook to flood this memory every year for the next fifty years. Thanks very much. <laughs> Do you um do you keep do you keep, do you f- okay here's a couple of you know hmm. as I said you are the mo- you are the most important person that we've ever had in the show apart from other important people of course who I don't want to offend <laughs> who might be wanting to come back on the show again but as as a consumer hmm. as somebody who goes out and buys yeah. in terms of being able to get hold of games hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What's your attitude with regards to kind of like Kickstarter? Because as you say, you're in a position where actually, well, if I go out and back like a Kickstarter, I'd be using somebody else's money. Yeah. Is Kickstarter strictly off the table? And because Kickstarter maybe being strictly off the table, you're kind of like, well, this is rubbish because I'm never going to get to play <laughs> all these games that people keep on harking on about are brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I've I've backed a few Kickstarters in the last 18 months. So, yeah. you know, I'm not... I've I've maybe backed three, I think, actually. So I backed eight, right. eight, seven, eight Vikings by Academy Games, which is a lovely sort of four-player yeah. game. That's brilliant. That. Yeah. Um, and then the two, the the Phil Eklund games, so Genesis and Megafauna, and then uh-huh. there's the kind of follow-on ones which are Neanderthal and Green Greenland. So I've, I've backed kind of a few, but they were relatively low price points. So they were kind of the basic basic edition, you know, no frills. 
just I just want the game. You know, don't give me any, don't give me any extra sort of minis I'd need to paint or any yeah. any little houses I need to mess around with. Just give me the, just give me the base game. Um, <clears throat> but you know, in terms of in terms of the new games coming out on Kickstarter, I mean, sure there there are probably some that I'd that I'd like to back, but I don't see any of it as particularly crucial. There's nothing that kind of jumps out at me. I mean, there there are a few things that I kind of watch on Kickstarter, but to to be honest, the position I'm in at the moment, I buy some from bring and buy sales. So you know, at cons and stuff, I'll I'll go up to the bring and buy table and see if there's a bargain on there, or if mm. any kind of online retailer is having sort of a clear out. I'll generally go for that, um, but there's nothing. I mean, I can't say because if something came up that I really wanted, I probably would. I probably would back it, but again, it's it's a question. It's a big question of the price for me. And do you okay? Do you think? Do you think as a okay? And again, using your wisdom, and, and hope you're all listening out there, people <laughs> that are project creating. Yeah, <laughs> is 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 expecting somebody to drop kind of eighty or ninety or a hundred large? Is that kind of taking the piss now? <sighs> Considering the way kind of things are and stuff like that. I mean, I go. I know. Obviously, there there are people that their standard kind of kickstarters out there where to get into the game you're dropping a hundred dollars yeah. and that's it and if you don't drop the hundred dollars then you know you need to go you need to take <laughs> coat yeah you're not allowed back in the house kind of thing i i mean i don't know if it's always been this way but it does feel like there's kind of a two-tier or maybe three-tier system going on these days where you've got you've got like your hundred pound like thousands of minis um art books what whatever you want to throw into it, like massive coffin boxes that are going for sort of a hundred, hundred and fifty, even more things like you know Kingdom Death and things like that, going for even more than that. Um, and then you've kind of got pro- probably more your midweight games that are, that are still going for kind of fifty, sixty for the base pledge. And then you've got like the smaller kind of either card based games or small box games that are more reasonable, kind of fifteen, twenty. And I think. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with the with the hundred dollar games if you can afford it. But I think some people are being priced out of experiencing games and mechanisms, maybe because of all the all the extra bits that get get lumped on top that push the price point up. Um, yeah. And you know, Kickstarter's very much about the aesthetics of things. Um, it seems to me like that's that's the first thing that people look at. They'll look at the aesthetics, then maybe they'll look at who designs it, and then maybe they'll look at kind of the rules the stretch goals mm-hmm. will be up there as well they'll want to know what they're going to get you know they want to know what the best thing that they can get for their money um it's not it's not a site i'm massively happy with to be honest but it's yeah. i think it's been it's been good for the industry and in that a lot more designers are getting their work out there um but whether it's always being used for the right purposes i'm not entirely sure uh do you know what i think what um what I see at the moment, I see um, lots of good games not being funded mm. that sound fascinating, and I really want them to be funded. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, guys, you're going up against kind of people that are funding for two, three million pounds mm. at the moment, and I'm just thinking, your game... Kind of, I don't know. It's like, but then you say, well, if they were wanting to be funded, they should have put more effort in. But I think there's some games out there that just, 
you know, they're a really, really good idea. And just because they're the guys aren't marketeers, yeah. they're never going to kind of get out there, you know. Absolutely. I mean, I think one of the ones is, and um, we had him on the show, <clears throat> was, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention him here because, you know, it's my show. I'll get out. <laughs> um, Do it. It was um, Brian Cronin who did, um, I think it's One Last Job. Okay. And that <clears throat> sounds like a fantastic kind of card-based heist game. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's he's, he's got like nine days to go and he's about, he's at like $8,000, almost $9,000. Mm. And the budget's like 40K. <sighs> so, yeah, that's... You know, it's huge. And it's especially if it's a card game, but it sounds like there's going to be like lots of lovely kind of different things going on. And we had yeah. a really good chat and we had a good conversation about it. And it sounded like it was like really going to be good fun and fantastic. And um, I'm looking at it, and I've read the rules a couple of times, and it sounds fascinating. And I'm sad because I'm looking at it thinking, this potentially, this might not see light of day. And, and it's a really, really good kind of different kind of game. Yeah. And sure, surely um, that was the thing that Kickstarter was originally made for, right? That kind of original, uh, kind of independent kind of game that yeah. that was, was meant to be looking for funding, not... You know, no, no disrespect to them because I'm sure their games are brilliant, but I haven't played any. But um, no disrespect to kind of Simon, but they, you know, they're a massive company. They're turning over kind of millions from these Kickstarters. Is that really what the site was made for? And that's, you know, probably a li- little bit kind of left-wing, liberal, anti-capitalist rubbish. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, let's hold hands. And, let's hold hands and cry, Simon. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, but you know, that kind of thing kind of annoys me a little bit when i see big games you've got kind of like queen games as well using it for um like reprints and new games as well and that i don't know i I know the board game industry isn't isn't a huge massive industry and i'm sure there's not that many companies making a mint out of it but to go to kickstarter when you're a big established company to me just seems kind of against the ethos of it and Simon again does not have a dog in this fight. He's a customer. <laughs> no, I used to be employed by Simon, but they fired me. So that's. Did they? <laughs> 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 you imagine that? Don't even say that because they'll be listening. <laughs> if you say Simon three times, then somebody turns up from Simon and taps me on the shoulder. I love it. And says, Richard, Richard, we're never coming on your show. We're never coming on your show. Stop sending in support tickets back in our games and then sending us in support tickets asking when you can get somebody on the show. That's not true. But if you need a network engineer in about a year, if you're listening, Simon, I'll be there. Do you hear that? He's not only going to be a customer, he's going to be an excellent employee. Yeah, well, what could you want? Um, no, I mean, there's games like, I mean, Assembly does really, really well. Yeah, yeah. And that. it's like, Assembly's not like doing so really well. And I'm like, kind of, Oh, great. It's like Janice and Stu generally did really well. And I'm like, please, this punch because they are starting their journey and that's really kind of cool. Yeah. And then you get like Mark McKinnon, like Wreck and Ruin. Yeah, absolutely. Who this is his third time. Yeah. And, you know, the game's, the game's now going to become a reality. And it, you can't say it's through lack of trying. No, no, exactly. It's. But then you got to wonder if maybe a couple of other games that were kicking about that are hitting on six figures weren't about. Maybe he would have ended up with a couple of grand coming his way as well. I mean we've got but I mean you've obviously got guys like Joseph Chen, mm. lovely Joseph, and he ended up doing six figures and did a really, really good job. So he was on and, you know yeah. 
But then there's like last one in, and there's a new one out, Getaway Driver. Oh uh, well, yeah, which I heard. Fascinates you. me. I heard an interview with with the designer today on a podcast that I can't remember, but it wasn't obviously this one. It was a much inferior podcast. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I'm trying my best to get invited back here. Yeah, the um, best is like the mis- it's like the mystery bed. We are the best podcast. All other podcasts are two or lower. <laughs> um and you're right, it sounds it sounds intriguing. It sounds really, really good. Um I, I but again, I'm probably not gonna back it, but I, I love the sound of it. I mean the, the yeah. thing that I notice is that a lot of these games end up being sold on second hand sites, you know, like a month after they yeah. deliver. Yeah. So you wonder why people have backed it i mean <sighs> are you talking about the big games are you yeah talking about the, small the, games? the big games Yay! so many of them just turn up a couple of weeks after yeah. delivery like either open played once or who wants to play gloomhaven buy gloomhaven second and get it here and i was like okay that's fine yeah. but then i think the thing was when i saw um i think it was mechs versus minions mm. And I've said this before, but the guy had pretty much opened the cardboard box <laughs> he'd had it delivered in and went, okay, Megs versus Minions, uh, 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 actually, it's an unwanted gift. And it's like, how's that, how's that unwanted? What is wrong with you? What the f- <laughs> <laughs> It's like Angry Man shouts at Facebook page <laughs> kind of thing. I almost went, are you joking? If it's an unwanted gift, I'll have it. <laughs> Do you know, I mean, I'll do you a bargain. I'll take it off you for like, I think it was. I think that was one of the ones that they did. Um, like Max versus Minion was kind of like sixty euros or something. Not even that. Yeah. It was just ridiculously cheap for what they did. It was just um, I think Panda GM kind of printed it. Yeah. Because I remember it was. Um, <clears throat> Brent went on about that, and he says, "Yeah, mm. he says, you know, we did a we did a really really good job, yeah. but um, yeah, you're right. That kind of thing, kind of, I don't get it. It's like here's my." <laughs> Here's my entire green zombie side Black Knight um, Chuckle Vision Horde <laughs> version, you know, with, with extra sponges. Yeah. And you're kind of like, well, why did you even bother? Kind of, are they doing a quick flip? I yeah. mean, you can't be making any money out of that because I've been posting stuff lately and it's like, I regret actually saying, I sold some stuff recently yeah. and pretty much kind of on some things didn't really make any money out of selling it because sending it anywhere was costing me an absolute fortune yeah. which is always kind of which always always kind of strange i don't think kickstarter is going to change i think we're going to have to kind of live with it i think what happens is the small companies are potentially going to have to spend longer not on the idea but on the shouting about the idea yeah and i think they have to spend more time shouting about the idea than your Simons or your Mantics or Steamforged are ever going to have to do, yeah, because they don't have an army of guys kind of waiting behind, which will is a shame. But we'll see. It's all about kind of like building it up, yeah, and kind of taking it, kind of taking it I from mean, there. My worry is though that the people that have the best ideas aren't always the loudest shouters, you know, and it's, uh, um, you know, it, it's worrying that some good ideas could get buried beneath the kind of the marketing of the bigger companies. But hey, there you go. It's, I'm just kind of repeating what I've already said in slightly different words, and slightly, no, slightly angrier. No. Actually, I'm getting. I, you just, I mean, you do sound a bit. You've moved up from. You're a bit perplexed, actually, to slightly aggressive. Yeah. I did step away. Yeah. I'm trying to step away and realised I've got, um, <laughs> I've got headphones on. So I can't. It doesn't matter. I've got a step. And it. boxes. You're still gonna say. You're still gonna say. I know. I'm gonna. I'm not joking. I should send you a photo. Like, but, you know, in fact, I'll do it just now, just live while we're here. 
I'm the send. And guys at home, you can just wait because I'll put this on Twitter as well, so you can just see. I'm just going to put one of those panoramic kind of. How do I do this? Right. No, don't ask me. <laughs> I thought you were good with computers. Um, I'm just gonna. What is this? Right. Okay. Let me just see. And this is just for Simon's DMs and nobody else's. I'm just gonna take random photographs. Oh no, that's got my arse in it. It's gonna say these aren't things my wife are gonna. My wife's gonna be concerned about. Exactly. exactly. I thought you were podcasting. <laughs> She'll never trust me again. Is it? Exactly. Is it? I always podcast naked. No, I don't. That's not true. <laughs> oh my goodness! I need to keep my mouth shut. Um. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So that's that. We end up following into some boxes. I'm just going to send you some photographs. There, it's going to keep it like this because so people are going to go, "What?" Yeah. So I'm going to send you this just now, so you can see. Um. Yeah, just the randomness of this is my world. <laughs> Do you think this should separate out Kickstarter? I mean, I've asked this question of kind of obviously creators, and some of the smaller guys have said yes. It'd be really nice to have like a and that's a picture. Of oh my, my arm. god! Yeah, uh, no, not your arm, just at the at the boxes. Your arm's fine. My <laughs> word, that is a lot. Of, oh, Escape from Cold oh, Yeah, man, I love. I used to love that game. I haven't played it. I my my nan used to have a copy. So when I was sort of eleven or twelve, I'd kind of play it solo. Um, yeah, yeah, with the old, the kind of old version, but the new version looks really good. Oh, the new version's like absolutely amazing looking. It's just they've got like little kind of, um, they've got like the the historical documents are still there, mm. and it's got like a little kind of. I think it's got a little kind of story about how the new game kind of got made. And yeah. That's just really yeah. It's just uh, really, really, really kind of good fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, as I say, right. as a consumer, would you would you prefer to have Maybe here's the new guys, mm. here's the old guys, and have them separate out in Kickstarter. So if you wanted to jump into your bigger guys, you could mm. do that. Or do you think that people just wouldn't bother with a little new guy section? They would just go straight to the big guys. Um, I think if there was something kind of on the on the homepage that made it that made it clear that you know that that promoted them equally, that yeah. then I think there'd be a chance that the the little guys would do would do better. Um, I, I think there are quite a lot of people out there that will that will kind of back the little guy, um, even if it's uh, people seem more willing to take a chance on kind of a a seventy dollar Kickstarter from a company they know than kind of a ten dollar Kickstarter from someone they don't, which is kind of fair enough. But um, people have got to start somewhere. So if you have if you have them both promoted equally on the on the front page, as soon as people go into Kickstarter, it's like these are the new projects today from you know either from independent designers or you know new designers and then this is your you know on the other side is your kind of large big box stuff from from companies maybe i don't know it's probably incredibly difficult to do and wouldn't make kickstarter any more money so i doubt they'd consider it but you know in an ideal world you'd want something like that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean i was speaking to ed jowett the other day um good old Ed from Shades of Vengeance and he's got a card game on at the moment called Evil or Overlord Take Take Over the World in Five Minutes mm. and I think you can you can jump in for about it's ridiculously as normal as like Ed's stuff's always really really kind of um, really really kind of inexpensive kind of thing so I think you can jump in for like a 
10 or 15 quid or so, $20 yeah. basically. You get the base deck or you get the, the champion and the overlord deck for about $40. And he was asking, he's only asking for something silly like about 700 bucks yeah. <laughs> in order to make it a reality. In fact, sorry, it's a thousand dollars he's asking for, and um, yeah, uh, yeah, thousand dollars and um, or seven hundred and fifty nine pounds if you're being picky. <laughs> but um, they got the he got the project we love badge. Yeah, and all of a sudden they've gone up to. I mean, they were sitting at about maybe twelve, thirteen hundred pounds, yeah. and they've gone up to almost three three thousand pounds. <sighs> yeah, just given because they got a, a push yeah. like that, and it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's kind of strange. It's just one of these things. We'll see. You know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, but like you say, I don't think the landscape's going to change much. It's it's making people money on both sides. So um, why would they change it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. Um, in terms of you keeping up with stuff, mm. I mean, media-wise, yeah. I mean, one of the things. I mean, we joke. And we missed out the joke that the reason that we do this because yeah, we're already did. having so much you fun. Did. I know. I'm going to get called out by people. So you need to change the format. <laughs> You're not the podcast we used to know. Uh, where's Colin? Um, I'm not and, convinced. And I'm not convinced he exists on that on that note. He but. does. He does exist. Okay. It's just we've both been very very busy and and try to get stuff done. And every time we meet, we're like, oh, we should do a show, and then we just it just doesn't happen. <laughs> And then and then I record again. And he says, "So how many shows have you done since you last spoke?" And I went, forty-two, <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. But um, <clears throat> sorry, carry on. Is there too much media out there? Too much. I mean, do you do you find you know is is there too much? Is there too many kind of too much content creation? Do you end up kind of sticking to a couple of favourites, or are you encouraged to? Do you kind of seek out new guys, or does somebody does somebody need to be doing something kind of different or special? I mean, you mentioned um, Katie, yeah, yeah. Adie, Adley earlier Absolutely, on. Yeah. I mean, she obviously um, she does her her blog about kind of war games, yeah. but to everyone like that is another kind of another picture of a like a guy standing or sitting in front of like a couple of shelves full of games. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, is, is there me? You know, is there kind of media that you're drawn to? Is there kind of media you would like to see that, you know, you kind of feel is missing or is kind of lacking or you're kind of like, well, they're all kind of like the same. <laughs> they're all trying to be quirky. They're all trying to be funny. They're all trying to really, you know, I want to see somebody in a suit and tie. I want sharp. That would be amazing, actually. Now you said it. I want good cuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want somebody looking like they're in business. Business. <laughs> they mean business. Um, I mean, kind of thing. I do tend to, tend to stick to a few. Um, I mean, you know, the big ones I've mentioned kind of shut up and sit down. I rely on for quite a lot of the kind of games news, and I get quite a lot of Twitter as well. Um, I I find it quite hard to kind of just jump into podcasts a lot. Um, a lot of them. You know, I know, I know you joke and say there's a lot of board gaming podcasts out there, and there are, um, but most of them seem to be American. And while I've got nothing whatsoever against Americans, because I know you know a lot of your audience is American, so <laughs> hello, our, hello. Yeah, I um, was I was looking at the stats today, and I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, and this is the scariest thing is we're getting like downloads in Alaska, and I was like, I didn't even know anybody lived there. <laughs> Do they get Wi-Fi? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know. I don't. I think. I just thought. I. Must, I mean. I don't know. It must be travelling in on the snow. <laughs> I have no idea because I was like, because it was. I mean, 
ages ago, I was kind of like, it was one of, you know, you set yourself goals. Mm. So I set myself goals because I'm a go-getter and I'm somebody who's wanted to achieve things with my life. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm spending Thursday night talking on the podcast. Um, <clears throat> but um, no, basically, uh, it's... Um, <laughs> I was like, "Good, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get somebody downloading an episode in all of the 52 states of America." Yeah. So I went on some kind of big hunt, and I was like, "I was like, why does nobody live? Why does nobody live in North Dakota?" <laughs> <laughs> I think I ended up, I ended up tweeting it like the North Dakota tourist board to say, "Hey, <laughs> any is you, any ever play board games? <laughs> Do you fancy?" Uh, Listening to me a uh, podcast kind of thing. I know I don't know. Somebody's caught on, and like we get like regular kind of, um, you know, people listening. It's always strange. It's just very weird. But Alaska's happening. Yeah, I think that's down to the Cardboard Herald. Oh really? I haven't heard of the Cardboard. Yeah, Herald. I think they're based in Alaska. Oh okay. Fair enough. Fair wonderful, 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 yeah. wonderful. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I just, <clears throat> I just don't. Uh, well, I don't think there are enough British podcasts, anyway, that I've found um, to to listen to. I subscribe to a couple of American ones, but not not many. But I don't know. It just gives some of the American ones a little bit, you know, enthusiastic, which is great. But it's not really my my bag, so to speak. Um, I prefer kind of the dry <laughs> cynicism of a of a British podcast. <laughs> It is somebody kind of walking out and said, "Hello, and welcome to the board game Lemon." <laughs> My name's Sir Chudley Warner. Yes. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to be having a good game of Ludo. <laughs> that kind of thing. That's no. That's it. Yeah, that's fine. I, I or just you just want something? You just want something coming out and go. Board games are rubbish. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much just telling me what a horrible experience they've had with a board game or something. That would, that would be perfect. <laughs> Because um, you know, a lot of a lot of content creation is about getting the news about new games out, and I understand that. But there, there's you know there's always a place for for kind of criticism, which is it sounds like I'm plugging them, but it's something that I think the Sharp and Sit Down kind of approach really well in generally kind of gentle mocking criticism rather than you know rather than going over the top. But the criticism is still there, and it's. You know, it's not always valid to my to my eyes, but it's always there. Yeah, I know, but it's also it's the fine line between. And I used to see this in the video game industry. Um, if you're a young content creator and you're trying to build a brand, and if you're one of the you know the type of people that um, <clears throat> that is trying to get people onto the show, or in mm. some cases, be in contact with the PR companies and be getting review copies of games. Um, it's a fine line again. Shut up and sit down. Have never ever relied, I guess, on. The, no. I don't think they've ever relied on anybody kind of doing stuff for them. No. I mean, I know that Matt, Matt, Paul, and Quinns have worked their asses yeah. off over the last kind of six or seven years, and you can't take away what they've what they've achieved and what they've got. And I think they're in a nice situation where they can potentially be like, um, what's his name? Um, they can potentially. Potentially make or break a game. Uh, yeah, like the dice tower, kind of like the dice tower situation in the yeah. US. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember, um, remember, um, Champions of the Wild, mm. and they did an article on that, and then that game went on to kind of fund really, really yeah. well on Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, 
So you've got the kind of that kind of that kind of situation. I guess if you're young and if you're asking people for review copies, mm. and then I guess if you kind of say, "Oh, I got this, I got <laughs> got this game review," and you know, sorry, it's, it's um, I I played it in the bath because it was I thought the only thing it could be used for was potentially soap. <laughs> And I felt unclean after playing this game. It was absolutely but, so bad. But thanks for the game. Um, could you? Um, but thanks for the game. Yeah. What's the next one? Could we get? Could we get the next one, please? Like you, the... I've, I've always like kind of a little bit curious about this. Do you have to go through? Do a lot of the people you speak to have kind of PR representation? I suppose they don't, do they? They don't at their houses. No. There you go then. <laughs> I just rock up. <laughs> I just turned off at the house. <laughs> I'm like, do you want to do an interview with me? <laughs> Whoa, who are you? I'm from We Are Not Wizards. Why are you wearing that robe, though? Um, shut up. <laughs> Why are you carrying a cardboard box? <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just in case. Um, no, I mean, I think we said before that the the board game industry, the community just now, because mm. it is still very much in its infancy, and there are very, very few gatekeepers apart from your bigger guys. Yeah. I mean, I expect there to be gatekeepers at um, Simon and Steamforge and places like that. Doesn't mean to say I haven't spoken to Steamforge and Mantic, but you yeah. know that's beside the point. You know, haven't spoken to Simon bits because they don't like me. Um, but, you <laughs> they know. definitely went up for this one anyway. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Do you know what I mean, look at my field of. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, but I guess no. I mean, lots of the, it's, it's still a very symbiotic kind of relationship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's what it comes down to. I think that people will contact me. The, you know, I'll get lovely emails from the likes, as I say, Janice Turner yeah. at Rain Games. who's like, oh, you know, I really, you know, would you do you mind coming on? And I'm flattered by that that somebody's taking the time. And then I, you get mass market kind of blanket emails saying, "Hey, we're wizards. <laughs> Can we come on the show?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and and I say no, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> but no, you do. I mean, I get. I guess it's a symbiotic relationship because obviously you, we kind of people people work together kind of really well. And you know, you're you're opening up your listeners to a new experience or a new game, which can be a good yeah. thing. And also on the flip side of it, um, they have potentially people who are already part of their kind of social grouping that we'll hear about the podcast yeah, so yeah. it's always the way that we've done it my big thing is always time because mm. i could if i probably wanted to i could be recording five days a week yeah i, I you know i could technically sit down here and i could be recording five days a week i would be standing by myself and i would be crying <laughs> and rocking myself to sleep <laughs> at night because i would be definitely alone yeah um but <clears throat> You know, it's, it's that kind of thing. And I think that's the frust- the frustrating thing is... Um, and this is... Um, and this came up for the, the slicker drips <laughs> kind of thing, which I'm going to jump into, okay? okay. Um, people work hard make, making content. I mean, I, I know we joke about we don't edit, but even to kind of me to, to give you an idea, for me to take this show and then for us to have a chat afterwards and then to get the files together mm. and then to line up the files and then to go through, <clears throat> you know, and take out all the swearing that you've been doing so far. <laughs> don't tell my mum. You know? Please, God, don't tell my mum. <laughs> she just won't be listening. She won't be listening. Oh, I'm going to tell your wife and she's going to make her listen, so it's all fine. Um, <clears throat> but no, I mean, that's... I mean, to get a show out is two and a half, 
to four hours. Yeah. Depending on the thing. So that takes time. And video is even worse because every time you do something, you've got to render it. And then after you render it, if it hasn't rendered properly or you've made a mistake. So Tom, somebody going down and saying, I'm not paying somebody for a hobby. It's like, well, actually, um, unless you got to be invested in somebody's content yeah. to be appreciated. And all the guys saying, listen, um, I'm at a situation where I'm probably spending lots and lots of time in order to continue with this. I kind of need a bit of financial help because financial help, what it does is it allows you to free up time to do other things. And it also, in some ways, and this is going to sound weird, that if I turn to my significant other and they say, why are you doing this 20 hours a week? You're going to work, then you're doing 20 hours a week. And if I say, well, actually what I'm doing is I'm doing 20 hours a week, but here is a wad of money. <laughs> That I'm getting, you know, that I'm getting for yeah. it. All of a sudden, it's like, well, well, why are you sitting here? Get back up, <laughs> get back upstairs and kind of film the video. So it's that type of thing. And I, you know, it's like, I didn't get that. I didn't get the kind of the backlash that's, you know, he went on Kickstarter like everybody else, and you know, asked and says, I want to get funded, yeah. and, and and people were like going, that's terrible. I'm not paying for somebody else's hobby. It's like, well, guess what? You're the difference between him and you. Is he's actually decided to go ahead and try and do something, and you know, he's reached a point where. It's that equilibrium where if he continues with what he's doing, his, his income he's getting from his videos isn't going to be enough for him to continue to do it. And that's what it comes yeah. down to. Because everybody knows the YouTube thing is, is kind of different. Yeah, I mean, but, a lot um, of people have had to do it. Like, no pun included, have had to do it as well. I think possibly actual LOL as well. I've been looking for funding. I mean, even even Rado had some kind of crowdfunding. Dice Tower does yeah, it. Dice Tower. I mean, you, <laughs> can't, you, does you it. can't expect Rado like a one-man band to... To not need you know, that, you know. It's watch it play, does it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, That's how they make their oh, money. Oh, guess you never guess what? Shut up and sit down. Yeah. Okay, so they don't run a Kickstarter yeah. or something, but they've got a they've got a monthly thing that you yeah, pay. Yeah. And everybody knows that Matt and Quinn do their own thing on Cool Ghosts, yep. which they've got a Patreon yep, for. Yep. You know, and everything else that they do as well. So. I hate to tell you guys, but YouTube money is not a massive amount of money. <laughs> podcast advertising, you don't earn anything from podcast advertising regardless of your reach. So on occasion, people are going to be needing to have handouts because equipment costs money, time costs yeah. money, hosting costs money as well. You know, it's just one of these yeah. things. Content is not free. <laughs> and if you, appreci- I know if you, you can- appreciate the content, you've got to support it. You know, you don't, exactly. nothing comes for free. Exactly, and there's nothing, I'm not, you know, we don't, we've got a Patreon, we don't publish it. The reason we don't publish it is because I generally, I don't think we're great enough to be one of these guys <laughs> that's, you know, earning hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month for the content that we produce. Because we produce it lackadaisically, we do produce it on a regular basis, but I'm never kind of, you know, I'm quite comfortable in what I do, I enjoy what I'm doing, but you know, there's some people out there that are really trying to make a go, but don't shoot somebody down for spending no. 20 hours of their life flipping putting yeah. content together, and if you're not watching it, then go and watch something yeah, else, I mean, don't, but you're going to end up paying for it somehow. Yeah, don't donate or don't, but you know, don't have a go at the guy, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's well beyond, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit kind of, you know, it's a bit kind of rubbish. So, um... Look at the future. Mm. I mean, as game design or anything like that. I mean, are you quite happy just to kind of give me my wow. games? I mean, I think everyone. Are you? Have you got? Have you got a notepad? I've Simon? got a notepad. Hey, of course, you've I've got. got well, I've got a word document with rules in it. <laughs> what I've got now. Um, I'm kind of. I'm working on one on the side, kind of. At the moment, I mean, it's. It seems, you know, everyone who plays board games wants to kind of get an idea out generally. So 
Yeah, I've got one that I'm I'm kind of percolating through at the moment, putting a prototype together. Um, Don't you use your big words with B. <laughs> <laughs> is it a game about tea? It is not a game about tea, no. It's... Why did you use percolate? Because <laughs> <laughs> I like the word. It has a lot of syllables. <laughs> it makes me sound Don't intelligent. Like All right, stop it. <laughs> it makes me sound exactly. I don't know what it means. <laughs> Exactly, I just did all loud noises. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be you know I'm messing around with it at the moment. If it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere, and maybe I'll you know end up not getting funded on Kickstarter in in two years' time. You never know. <laughs> just like that. You could be and um, joining us tonight is angry Simon Ayers. <laughs> just me shouting why just for an hour. Screaming, screaming <laughs> Going, oh yeah, well you like them, don't you? Oh, you'll give them 500,000, won't you? Eh? For what? Miniatures. Eh? <laughs> it definitely won't have miniatures, by the way. It definitely won't have miniatures. You know, have no. miniatures, you tiles, guy. Oh, it's Koi, isn't it? Yeah. You like your yeah, tiles. Yeah, it's probably going to be counting like things, I think. 50 dice? Yeah, a few dice. Tables? Yeah, a few tables. A few tables. Single player, a single player kind of automated rule book thing mm. that you can play single player? Maybe, I mean. I just want to make sure, sure it doesn't fall apart as soon as I look at it. <laughs> what's, the, what's the theme? Um, it's about the Viking invasions of England. Um, I know the kind of Viking theme has been overdone in the last sort of five years, but I had this idea first, so I'm sticking to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like a two-player asymmetrical um, kind of area control-ish wargamey thing. With Have you got a name for it? No, not yet. Not yet. Um, I'm sure one will come. I did kind of start doing a cooperative one on the same thing, but I yeah. kind of that didn't seem to really work. I wanted to do something else, so I've kind of I've used kind of the, I've bastardized the same map and um, kept a few of the Can't same concepts. Bastard! Can't see oh, bastard! No. You're gonna have to put this yeah. as explicit now. I fucking can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you know what's funny? Oh, the episode with. The episode they did with Paddy, Paddy Smith, on iTunes has got a little E next to it. They must have scanned the, <laughs> <laughs> they must have scanned the file. It's really funny, because the episode that I did with, the episode that I did with Jesse... That was intense, that. That was, that was very That was amazing, intense. it was so funny. It's not got the little E next to it. It's not got the really? explicit mark really? next to it. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, really. God, that's... I know. That's weird. It's brilliant. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> um, so, where can we find you on the internet webs, Mister Mister Simon? Your 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 sir, your lord, your <laughs> Well, I'm really only particularly active on Twitter, and I'm not massively active on Twitter. But um, hey, if that's not enough of a selling point to follow me, I don't know. Don't really know what is. Um, yeah, it's um, Sires or one word underscore BG. Um, because someone else somehow had my the normal handle that I use, so um, that's incredibly annoying when that happens. It was me, <laughs> but yeah, no Instagram or website or yeah. anything. No, no, I'm just me. No, I'm just a consumer. That's all fine. Just, just you. A consumer. Just a consumer. Yeah, yeah. The most powerful man on the planet. Yeah, I'd like to think so. There you go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, you're this welcome. Been fun. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, just, well, you know, I just you know what it's like. It's just like to get full corn, and then eventually we record. <laughs> and then we have, and then we have a chat. Yeah, it's, 
and then I realise, you know, I've got to edit it. Maybe I don't know. Um. Anyway, if you want to keep an eye, what you're up to? <laughs> I keep forgetting. Like we've got all these American people yeah. that listen to the show, and there's more folk in America that listen to us in the US. And I don't want to say howdy because that sounds like patronising. So I go yeehaw, y'all. <laughs> that's that's if much you... less patronising. Definitely. It is less. You all come back now, you hear? And uh, if you want to be um, following us on the Twitters, then if you go to wearenotwizards.com, um, and if you want to be following us on the Instagrams, you go to wearenotwizards. <laughs> and if you want to be following us on the... I can't do this. If you want to be following us on the Facebook, go to facebook.com forward slash wearenotwizards. If you want to um, find us on YouTube, search for wearenotwizards. If you want to go to our blog... <clears throat> which we've written a couple of things but not very good um, you can go we're not we're not wizards.blogspot.com um, read it or we'll write some more stuff um, <clears throat> seriously um, and uh, yeah there's like Stitcher and Speaker and Acast and Player FM and um, all these other places that you can find us and, and if you do like us um, really really much then consider going to Apple Podcasts and dropping us a subscription because somehow that makes everybody happy, even people that don't use iTunes. Um, and the other thing you can do is if you really like us, then please consider dropping us a rating or a review. Now, as we say, don't give us a 10 because it makes me big-headed and I'm addicted and I must be stopped. <laughs> But don't give us a one, because that makes me ugly cry. <laughs> give us something in the middle, like Simon, five. <laughs> You're too kind. Cause too it's, kind. Because it's average, <laughs> and we are decidedly average. The both of us are average. Um, but no, in seriousness, the one person that has not been average tonight is rather wonderful, rather fantastic, rather amazing, the most important man. <laughs> That you should be listening to and taking notes. I hope you've been taking notes. Because, you know, <laughs> otherwise you just done messed up. Um, it's a Mr. Simon Ayers. Yay! Yeah, thank you very much. He gets a clap, yeah. end of the clause. Yeah, There's only two more things to do. First thing is to remember that we are many things. But we're not wizards. Are we wizards, Simon? We're definitely not wizards. Yes! <laughs> no jokes, just straight through. <laughs> Straight, no joke, just like you know what I mean. Just keep it real, professional at all times. <laughs> I don't have to edit any of this. <laughs> and the second thing is to say goodbye. So it's a goodbye from, as I say, the wonderful, the fantastic, the guy that you know what. See if somebody's got like Twilight Imperium <laughs> kicking about out there, yeah. And you're just like sitting there going, I'm never going to play this because I've just not got time and I've got like 57 million board games. Get in contact with us and, and send it to me and I'll send it to Simon because <laughs> that'd be cool. That would be cool. AF. I'd love that. By the way, kids, boom. <laughs> yeah. So this is a goodbye, goodbye from Simon. Good. Say goodbye again, goodbye Simon. Goodbye again, Simon. There you go, every single time. Eight years old. <laughs> and it's a goodbye from me. Remember, stay safe, roll sixes. Um, uh, yeah, we like to talk, we like to rant, but we also like to listen. So if you have any questions, then feel free to give us a call or a shout or whatever. Tweet at us, you know, we crave attention. <laughs> but until the next time, um, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>